Hey, I'm Jesse. We're in Nehemiah in chapter 12. And you're gonna see once again, this beautiful theme of a revival come back. It's, it's specifically a revival of the practices prescribed by God through his servant, David. This is Nehemiah chapter 12, beginning in verse 23. Levi's descendants, the family heads, were recorded in the book of the historical events. Okay, you see that also mentioned in 1 Chronicles chapter 9, verses 14 through 22. During the days of Johanan, son of Eliashib, these are some of the guys that are just named in, uh, in the, the catalog, the roster rather, that just precedes these verses. The heads of the Levites, Hashabiah, Sherebiah, and Jeshua, son of Cadmiel, along with their relatives opposite them, gave praise and thanks, division by division, as David, the man of God, had prescribed. It's so cool because they're returning to these ancient practices. They're, uh, they're dusting off the scrolls and they are recovering, remembering, reviving long lost worship practices that were given by God through their beloved king. You have these moments in the Old Testament where the name of David would yank at the heartstrings of the original Hebrew reader because he's their beloved king. And he was not a perfect king. He was the man after God's own heart. He's the one who slew Goliath. He was, uh, he was the one who was anointed. Uh, strictly speaking, he's the second king of Israel, but he's the one that God chose. The people chose King Saul. David was the one that God had anointed king. And ever since, man, people have in their hearts a special place for King David in the history of Israel. In fact, it's, it's the name David at the very end of the book of Ruth that makes it all pop into focus. And you can see how it's about, it's about Jesus ultimately, how David is our direct link to Jesus. So this was a true returning to their roots. It would have been considered wildly out of fashion and would have been completely unheard of to their surrounding countrymen, people who had no concept of who David was or didn't, didn't care really to know. Uh, but for them, for those who knew God, uh, this, was, this was a profound experience to recover the lost worship practices prescribed to David. It required then that Israel was willing to be conspicuous among those who were around them. And it requires the same of us today. If we recover lost worship practices, or in some contexts, like you could argue in Seattle, where we've never really experienced a true uh, mass salvation experience there's not it's not really revival it's more like it's more like uh, you know a spiritual insurrection <laughs> wherein the holy spirit just just comes and invades we haven't really seen mass numbers of people saved either here or in uh the los angeles uh, uh san francisco rather uh, san francisco and seattle are the only two major cities that haven't really experienced anything that could be considered revival and even the prefix re seems to indicate something uh, that as though we were here before and we lost it we get it back so there's a deviation between Nehemiah's context and our context. But one similarity that we have is that you're going to have to be willing to be conspicuous. You're going to have to be willing to be considered old-fashioned. They're dusting off the scrolls and reviving the practices of David. And you're adhering to this long-lost ancient view that has these archaic concepts, right? Like repentance from sin. What is that? I've never even pented, much less repented. How does one pent? What is this? <laughs> you got to be willing to be weird. You got to be willing to say like, yeah, I believe that God has called me as a man to lead my family. God has called me to act in accordance with what he's laid out for me. God has 
set a standard for me, and this is what I live by. That you got to be willing to be conspicuous. You got to be willing to stand out. You have to be willing to be culturally distinctive. And that was the case for ancient Israel after the revival of Nehemiah. That's the case for you and I. Dust off the scroll, revive the lost practice, introduce the power of Yahweh to your culture and to your context. This is a book about revival, and it's not without enemies. Revival never is.